Welcome to the Find Your Best Future podcast. This is the podcast that helps international families make great decisions when it comes to choosing university courses. Welcome to another episode of the Find Your Best Future podcast. Uh, Jeremy, um, uh, you know, you love setting up your camera every uh, afternoon to talk to me. Um, uh, you must be quite an expert at all of that by now. Maybe I should uh, start a new career, Neil, in film. Oh, film. That sounds like an interesting career, doesn't it? It does indeed. In fact, that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Fantastic. And and film is one of those areas, isn't it, that uh, it sort of um, appears to be small, but is in fact a huge employer. It's massive. I mean, everybody has seen a film or films. Um, or TV um, or... I don't know, YouTube production, God knows what, it's all within that um, realm, isn't it? It is, yes. Um, uh, I was I was sort of digging around a little bit uh, preparing this episode, and I discovered that there are over 20,000 films made in the United States each year. Wow. I mean, every country has its own film industry. Even a small country like Latvia makes over 50 films a year. Incredible. So when you, when you think worldwide, that's a lot. It is, it is, and... Uh, that means there are lots of opportunities for students. And of course, there are loads of courses, really, really great innovative courses. But let's take a look. So, Jeremy, give us a, a, a quick idea of the big picture here. Um, obviously, I'm thinking Hollywood. I'm also probably thinking Bollywood. Uh, am I right? You are indeed, Neil. Those are two of the biggest producers of films on this planet. And then think Netflix, think Amazon Prime, think television. Every country has its own film industry. It's huge. There are hundreds of thousands of jobs of all descriptions in and this they're, industry. they're frequently relatively high-paid jobs as well, aren't they, in this, this area? It's not, not a, not a low-paid zone like uh, uh, some other industries. Um, yes, I would say uh, that... That is generally true, although I'm sure there are some lower I'm paid sure jobs on a film set. I'm but, sure uh, there are. but by and large, yes, uh, you can make some uh, good money, I think, in the film industry. And I think, um, you know, it's uh, a choice really between a university and a specialist film school here. Yeah. Yes, I mean, film courses, they come in all sorts of shapes and sizes, everything from a short summer program to a master's degree. Right, indeed. And, and uh, you know, can you give me a flavour, a taste of uh, uh, of the kind of things that um, you could be looking at if you're, you're thinking of studying under the umbrella of film? Well, the, the main areas that come under that umbrella would be obviously filmmaking, and then you have broadcast journalism, cinematography, digital editing, digital filmmaking as well. Uh, documentary filmmaking, music videos, uh, screenwriting, and producing—all right, of these—and and that whole production side uh, and the business of filmmaking is also an incredibly important part of this industry, isn't it? I mean, each of those ones I mentioned just now has a lot of sort of. Uh, um, subsections, if you like. I mean, you take filmmaking, I mean, you have editing and sound design, casting, screenwriting, cameras and lighting, uh, post production, and so on. And the, the, the list is sure. long. And then, of course, you've got journalism as well, uh, which is um, 
part of that world as well, broadcast journalism. Yeah, very important. Um, so there you get sort of uh, working with audio and editing, hands-on camera and lighting, interview wow. profiling, um, feature story writing, um, news packaging, special topics. Uh, so there's a lot there under the uh, umbrella title of broadcast journalism. Right. And cinematography, I guess those are the guys who are taking the uh, artistic shots, are they? They are, yes. Um, you can study a still photography workshop, uh, and then you've got things like camera work, screen projects, um, advanced lighting, advanced motion picture technique, documentary production, visual screenplay, production design, navigating your way through the industry. All of these things would be studied if you went to study uh, a degree course in film. Right. Amazing. And, uh, you know, it's a huge breadth, isn't it? Um, and then you've got the whole editing and production side as well. Yeah, digital editing, of course, is very, very important uh, these days. Editing with a media composer, uh, After Effects. I mean, a lot of people have heard of Photoshop. This would uh, be part of that. Editing theory as well. Right. And then, as I say, the, the production side, it's really, really huge, isn't it? I mean, you could, we could talk for ages and ages about it, but basically uh, there are a whole range of jobs uh, and career paths really suited to almost every type of student, I would imagine, whether you're interested in business, whether you're a technical, you know, sort of whiz, or whether you're the more creative uh, type. If you just imagine music videos, uh, I mean, there's, there's a vast number of music videos out there. Sure. I mean, first of all, you have to identify the recording artist's brand yep. and so that the visuals fit the brand. Then you have to plan the music video in storyboards and shot lists. Then you have to put together a budget and the shooting schedule. Then you have to create the overall aesthetic style of the video, planning the music video in storyboards, learning how to shoot and keep the film in sync with the lyrics and editing. And so a music video might look quite simple when, when you stumble across it online somewhere, but there's a lot of work and planning gone into this in the background before it ever takes shape and form. Right. And I mentioned earlier the production side, but there's the whole uh, entertainment, law, budgeting, finance, marketing, all of those areas, isn't it? That, that uh, are the back end, but nevertheless are the reasons why these um, uh, films are produced in the first place. Yes, I think we, we made the comment when we were uh, talking uh, in our episode about the theatre, that for every person on stage that the audience sees, there are dozens of people backstage. And I think in the film industry, it's even more so. I do too. I think uh, that whole business side of, of film and film distribution um, and you know, getting, getting marketing right and all the rest of it is obviously huge to that whole, uh, that whole realm. So in terms of uh, an area for students, um, probably broader than, than most students actually believe. Yeah, very much so. I mean, uh, in, in terms of, uh, if you're talking about a Hollywood blockbuster, we're talking a large, large budget, budget running into millions and millions of dollars. I mean, so you're going to have to have some sort of uh, financial control over all of this. Um, Indeed, and I, you know, if you actually sit there and watch uh, to the very end of the movie, you will see... <laughs> side after so screen after screen of of accountants and uh and uh back end people who who are 
running all of the money and running all of the budgets and doing all of those things. So, um, you know, I think uh, from my perspective, um, film is really one of those areas that can pretty much uh, provide a niche for, for any student. Um, indeed, what, you know, what kind of jobs can you actually, you know, sort of focus in on if you study film specifically? Well, obviously, uh, we've indicated that there are lots and lots of different areas in which you could work. But I, I would say probably the main ones, obviously, you'd be broadcast presenter, film, film director, um, film or video editor, location manager, um, production designer, uh, either in theater or television or film itself, um, program researcher, broadcasting films and videos, um, either through television or online streaming, television camera operator or film camera operator. Um, then you could be a producer, production coordinator. There's just a lot of jobs that you could potentially move into. And a ton of niches added to that. Yes. I have, a, I have a, a, an acquaintance who um, is actually uh, a 3D silicon model maker at Pinewood. And, um, you know, he makes uh, basically silicon skins for, 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 for science fiction or for people who are getting older or, or whatever. Um, and uh, he lives in a very nice house uh, in a very nice area. Um um, so all sorts of niches and, of course, uh, a huge number of IT cracks as well uh, doing the special effects and stuff like that. Outside of, you know, film specific, I guess there's a whole other realm of jobs that you can do if you've studied film. Yes, because the, the skills and, and knowledge and experience you pick up while studying for a film degree uh, can be transferred into other industries you might, for example, become an advertising art director, an arts administrator, concept artist, event manager, marketing executive, PR officer, um, special effects technician, a talent agent. Ooh. And so that there's really a lot of different Even a jobs. Even film teacher. Or you could teach film, yes, in a, a college or, or, or high school, possibly. Yeah, fantastic. So hundreds of opportunities. Uh, uh, sounds really, really exciting to me. So let's talk about applying for film courses or film school or whatever. Um, how, how does a student go about that? Well, uh, the student needs to do some research, obviously, and decide what type of course he or she wants, whether it's a short course or perhaps a one-year diploma or a full bachelor degree, and, and also give future career goals some uh, thought uh, right. which will help you choose the right direction in terms of length of course you want to study. And I think that's really important because, as we flagged up earlier, we there are huge numbers of, of different kinds of areas and realms that you can work in. And different film schools or universities have different uh, areas of focus, don't they? They do, yes, um, because you, you're going to have to do the usual task is look, looking through in detail what units, what mandatory units the, the university has, and particularly look at the electives. You know, most courses are structured in such a way that there are certain units that you have to do, and then you get to select from a large list of other units normally called electives. Right. So let's take a look uh, at this uh, country by country. Um, 
maybe starting uh, with the UK. How how does it work there? Well, I would say before you even start applying, if your school offers a film course, um, then obviously take that course. I assume yeah. you will if you have an interest and passion for film. Uh, and perhaps equally as importantly, you can go and talk to the film teacher because he or she is certainly going to have some ideas about where you might consider going to study. Sure. But as you mentioned, the UK, I mean, the UK is one of the leading countries for film production. Um, in, in terms of applying to uh, film courses in the UK, the UK operates a centralized application system. It's called UCAS, U-C-A-S, and you can apply through that system for a bachelor degree. Um, some of the film courses uh, run through something called UCAS Conservatoires, and we'll be making a separate podcast episode on this soon. Um, so that's like a dual approach. Or you can uh, apply direct to some of the private film schools. So there's three possibilities in terms of the actual application process. Well, in the UK, it's sort of a, it is a mixed picture, isn't it? Because there are um, private courses or schools um, offered, offering a variety of specialised courses. Um, and then um, also within the government university system. Yes, indeed. Um, there, there are many places that you could potentially go and look. Um, for example, the University of the Arts London, right. uh, Leeds Beckett University, okay. Edinburgh University, Westminster University, National Film and Television School, the Metropolitan Film School, London Film Academy, Goldsmiths University, it's also in London, Bournemouth Arts University, and and the list goes on, of course, there, sure. there are many, many. And if you're curious to see how long the list is, just go into that website I mentioned called ucas.com and run a course search and then you'll yes. see. And, and um, you know, as you mentioned, uh, uh, the UK, um, I guess specifically um, uh, the southeast of England is, is famous for, um, you know, production side of, 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 uh, of film and television, Pinewood Studios and... In, in central London, a lot of uh, specialist um, companies who who work in in niche areas. So it, it is um, definitely a, a place to consider if you're you're thinking of um, uh, studying film, isn't it? Well, you're quite right. There's certainly a lot in London, uh, but London doesn't have the uh, the sort of uh, exclusive rights to film courses. There are other cities around Britain that offer excellent opportunities as well. Right. And, and talking about excellent opportunities, obviously uh, the centre of the film and, and film industry and TV industry is the USA. Uh, you know, and I can't imagine uh, how much more uh, is produced there than anywhere else on earth. Um, uh, what's the situation in America? Is it also a combined setup with with private film schools and? Uh, and state universities, or how does it work there? Yeah, yes, it is. Um, in the United States, if you're going to apply to a, a university or college, you'll probably do it through a website called the Common App or Common right. Application. However, not all uh, universities and colleges are members of the Common App. So if you want to apply somewhere that's not a member of the Common App, you just apply directly to that university through their website. So right. this is how the application process works. Um, perhaps it's worth flagging out that a lot of um, film schools, film universities will want some sort of portfolio of your work um, that will form part of your application. 
But as you yes. point out, Neil, there are just lots and lots of opportunities in the USA. Indeed. And, you know, obviously California, big, big, big in this area, I guess, but everywhere else as well, yeah? Yeah, I mean, uh, California, Hollywood, they're almost synonymous, really, aren't they, in the minds of much of the world. Um, places you could look at uh, to, to start off with would be UCLA, um, University of Southern California, Chapman, Loyola Marymount, the American Film Institute Conservatory. Right. Um, and then in other states, you've got Emerson, Full Sail University. One of my former students actually went there to study film. Um, okay. NYU, um, Columbia College in Chicago, SCAD, which we've mentioned on other podcast episodes. It stands for Savannah College of Art and Design. It's in the city of Savannah, Georgia. Um, right. So those are just a few places to start with, but you'll certainly find many, many more. Sure. And, and you know, I guess uh, if you are looking at uh, thinking about studying film, um, the USA must be on your list, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, in, in, you know, in this regard. Um, unsurprisingly, or perhaps surprisingly, uh, the other huge film location, of course, is Bollywood uh, in India. And um, my son actually knows the son of a, of a Bollywood producer. It's really quite exciting. Um, and it's a huge industry in India, obviously. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Um, and I guess you can uh, study film there as well. Yes. Um, when I was sort of doing some research for this episode, I discovered there are over 180 film schools and universities in 180? India. 180? Or more oh than 180. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's changing by the day. Um, oh, my goodness me. And taught in English, uh, uh, I would imagine, uh, and uh, therefore pretty accessible. Very accessible. Um, there's, there's just a, a vast uh, uh, array of opportunities for you if you want to study film, because as you mentioned, Bollywood is, is, is probably as big as Hollywood. Maybe it's yeah. even bigger by now. Probably it's, in terms it's, of the volume of, of, uh, yeah. uh, of um, you know, uh, watching public, I guess, uh, yes. almost certainly is bigger. When you consider um, how, how big the population of India is, and of course those films are broadcast or available worldwide, Sure. Um, it, it, it's mind-bogglingly large. It is. And, and what, get standout universities or colleges in, uh, in this realm in India? Well, there, there are obviously many. Um, Jadavpur University in Kolkata, Techno right. India University also in Kolkata, uh, the Ajinkya T.Y. Patil University in Pune, okay. Mumbai University, University of Mumbai, of course, uh, CMR University in Bangalore, Jain University, also in Bangalore, Singhania University in Junjunu. Sorry if I didn't pronounce that so well, Indian listeners. <laughs> uh, film, <laughs> film and Television Institute of India, Whistling Woods International University of Mumbai. That's a cool Asia. name. It is, isn't it? I wonder how they came across that. Anyway, perhaps that's research for another day, Neil. Um, Asian sure. Academy of Film and Television in Chandigarh. Yeah. L.V. Prasad College of Media Studies, the National Institute of Film and Fine Arts, the Annapurna College of Film and Media. And those are just a handful of the 180 plus universities and colleges that offer film courses. And honestly, uh, you know, as a, if, you're, if you're interested in the area and, uh, 
um, you're open to adventure. There are probably uh, great opportunities there for international students who aren't from Indian backgrounds uh, uh, to consider. Perhaps we should uh, take a look at that uh, in future episodes. Um, Canada is also a very, very, very popular place. Indeed, Vancouver is a is a very popular place for film because uh, you know Hollywood tends to make it uh, across the border here because it's a bit cheaper to produce up here. Um, and uh, you know, I know uh, as I drive around Vancouver, uh, huge numbers of um, film studios and film sets, and everyone's filming around here. I guess there must be places to study film as well. Well, Neil, if you sort of hang around on the street corner, maybe they will get you in there as an extra. Indeed, and this, this could be a start, for, start of a new career for you. Looking out for Canada Roofs, uh, wandering around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you're talking here about Vancouver, which, of course, is, is where you are located. Um, you've got Capilano. Um, we've actually made a, po- a podcast episode with them. Uh, Simon Fraser University is also in Vancouver. Vancouver Film School. Um, and UBC, University of British Columbia. So there's just a few in Vancouver. And then other parts of Canada, you've got Ryerson, which is in the city of Toronto, York, which is just outside Toronto, Toronto Film School, Langara College, which is also in BC, Uh, Concordia, which is in the city of Montreal in Quebec province. Yeah, Canada Canada really has a lot to offer. Okay, all right. So, so, you know, uh, I think uh, we've just sort of zoomed in on some places and ideas just to, to, to sort of uh, give people an idea. But really, uh, the top tip is to check out the options that are available, isn't it? And check out what's on offering your own country as well. Ah, indeed, yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, uh, because, um, you know, pretty much, as you mentioned earlier, pretty much every uh, country has its own film industry and it's often subsidised or uh, supported uh, in order to make sure that their home language is um, is uh, developed and and uh, this industry is is uh, successful, I um, think it, I think it, it plays a very important role in in fostering and maintaining the culture of a country, yeah. uh, because it, it's it's all too easy in this sort of international global environment in which we live is is just to use English or, or watch English produced sure. films, but I think it's very important that people also. Um, value their, their own language and their own culture. And obviously, studying and producing films in the language of your own country would be one way to foster this. It really would be. I mean, you know, there's only so much Friends you can listen to or watch. Uh, um, uh, you know, and, and so I think it's a very, a very good point. Well made, Jeremy. You could always um, wa- you could always watch it dubbed into some other language if you really wanted to. No, I don't like it either. No. I'm not a dub man. I'm a subtitle man. I mean, um, I think uh, you, you and I are both fluent in English and German, so we can actually watch German movies. But um, American movies dubbed into German? No, thank you. I'm, I'm on the same page as you on this one. I would rather watch it in the original language, be that English or German. So pricing now, cost, um, again, uh, I think we seem like an old record that seems to be repeating itself or Groundhog Day, uh, but I think it's important to uh, uh, to talk about it. Um, film, studying film, um, it's uh, it can be very expensive. 
I think that when, when students ask questions like how much does it cost, they, they sort of hope or expect that we're going to give them a number. Um, yeah. Alas, it's not that simple um, because costs vary hugely by country and by university. There's different price stickers uh, across different universities within the same country and also by the nationality of the student. Most European countries have a, a twin tuition fees approach. There's EU citizens and everyone else. Um, so to try and answer your question, uh, really, you can study in a country where universities are free, or you can go to a private university that might cost you fifty, sixty thousand a year. Right. And I think, though, it's fair to say that in the area of film, there are quite a lot of uh, uh, film schools out there that are, that are highly regarded and uh, very successful that are private institutions. Um, and you may end up paying... Um, more for them uh, because they are, um, you know, uh, organisations that have really been successful in that niche. Um, uh, similarly, in the art world or other worlds, fashion world that we discussed earlier and in another episode. Um, and so, you know, those free options um, that perhaps are there for other subjects are, are, are less frequently on offer um, in in this realm, wouldn't you say? I think that's a fair comment. Um, I, I think if you're considering studying film, you, you need to have a careful look at the whole connection and networking uh, because it is um, a very competitive industry that you're going to be moving into. So you want to see how the graduating students from the film school or film university that you're planning on attending are able to move forward with their careers. I mean, how many of them have got jobs within six months of graduating, for example? Indeed, and I think that's a really important uh, point you make there because um, many of these film schools are, you know, really deeply linked up with with um, uh, production companies and other organisations, and some take a more academic approach to film, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, and, and others, of course, it's very hands-on and you, you actually go out there and sort of work and do internships at film studios, which provides you with very valuable experience. Indeed. So you know, the devil really is in the detail here. It may be more expensive to study at one location, but if they have incredible links to uh, uh, companies and organisations where they sort of seamlessly move through, then, then it may well be worth the investment. It might be, yes, uh, because if you can move on through into the industry and, and hopefully land a well-paid job, then uh, after a certain number of years, you will have uh, paid back the investment that you made in tuition fees. Sure. And any other general comments around uh, uh, choosing choosing the right options? Yeah, I, I think this is not like studying uh, some sort of rather well, traditional academic degree program. This is very creative. You need to be creative. You need to be passionate about film because you're going to be working in a tough and competitive field. You need to be flexible as well in terms of where you go, what you do, and also be open to new opportunities um, as they come along. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, and, you know, make sure you, you dig into the course detail as well, I guess. Yeah, also very important. And remember, um, we started off this episode talking about the huge range of different aspects of film that you will be studying and also um, gave you some indication of different types of jobs you might be moving into. So it's not just about being the next Tom Cruise. You're far more likely to work behind the camera 
or even operate the camera. Who knows? Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, I think uh, really enjoyed that episode. Um, uh, and um, maybe uh, if uh, I, I get another chance at life, uh, it would be a career path that I would choose. You know, um, reincarnated as a as a as a Tom Cruise or as a um, as a Steven Spielberg sounds uh, really attractive, honestly, to me. Um, it really is a, a, an area that um, uh, can uh, offer an incredibly diverse and interesting career. Yes, it can indeed, Neil. And uh, thank you very much. Yeah, no. And, and, and this evening, uh, are you um, going to go down to Planet Hollywood or and, and eat some food, uh, some burgers uh, uh, down there? Or what are you up to today? It's a bit of a sad day, Neil, I'm afraid. Uh, today is a public holiday here in Austria. All the shops are shut, and so it's going to be leftovers on toast tonight. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Yes, oh, I know. dear, oh, dear. See, Austria is one of the few places on Earth that actually shuts still on public holidays. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and share the Find Your Best Future podcast.